Good morning. It is November 16, uh, 2023 in Bend, Oregon. Um, you know, looking over some data points for uh, the market in Bend, and there's, depending on who you're, you know, going to for your information, uh, here are a couple of points, and I'll put all my uh, sources in the description. Um, current market stat uh, statistics, there's uh, 285 homes for sale in Bend uh, or in Central Oregon. Homes under contract, 165,000. High price uh, listing, 8.9 million, with the low listing of 274,000. Median list uh, list price, $750,000. Uh, time on the market of 64 days average, and that's interesting. Um, homes can sit on the market uh, for you know months. Just depending, it's the factors. I've talked about this in other podcasts. So homes can sell quickly or they can sit there for months. It's really weird right now. Um, but with rates coming down, uh, we're already seeing an uptick in online interest. So be keeping your eyes on that. Um, you know, I've been digging into some data here on the marketing band, low income, um, concerns, uh, low-income housing concerns, that is. Now, Bend has recently uh, been making some changes to some zoning. Um, you know, even though, um, you know, some would say there's plenty of building going on in Bend, it's really not. We're way behind, actually, uh, in the new construction. Uh, and Bend is, uh, City Council has been making some changes with zoning to open up uh, some new projects and there are I'm trying to look I'm looking for the data here um, let's see okay zoning changes the Bend City Council approved a 150 acre development along its urban growth boundary this project is called Carway it includes uh, at least 510 housing units mixing single family and mixed use units with plans for commercial development as well. It's part of a larger effort to increase the number of housing units in the city. And that's uh, gonna make most people happy because we need more inventory, um, you know, to bring, to help bring prices down, bring affordability down. Everyone's talking about affordability. Uh, what the average um, income Median income in Bend is right at $80,000. Um, and so if you look at what, what actually defines affordable housing, um, you know, we need more homes to, to, to assist. So uh, at least 77 of the housing units in the Carraway development will be des designated as affordable. Bend, Bend set a goal to approve 1,000 affordable units from 21 to 23 and has nearly reached this target with around 900 units expected by the end of the year in 2023. So, um, you know, Bend is making some changes. Um, they've also are making it easier uh, for uh, ADUs to be added uh, to current properties. Uh, so, you know, this includes the easing of eliminating uh, on-site parking requirements and allowing more flexible uh, flexibility for the developers in adding commercial space. Uh, a significant change allows developers to build 
higher buildings up to 85 feet if at least 10% of the residential spaces are for affordable housing. This incentivizes the uh, inclusion of affordable units in new developments. So, um, you know, there's some new zoning changes there. Um, So I think they're trying to really uh, prioritize affordable housing, uh, you know, and affordable housing, of course, there's a difference there. Like, what, what is affordable housing? I mean, it's uh, affordable housing is, is defined as um, housing that costs no more than 30% of a household's gross income. So if you're making $300,000 a year, you know, what's affordable is different, right? It's relative to the income. So this definition aligns with the standard guideline for housing affordability, ensuring that housing costs, including rent, or mortgage payments, utilities, taxes, insurance, and homeowners association fees remain manageable relative to income. So this approach is uh, designed to ensure that housing is accessible and affordable for a wide range of income levels within the community. So um, I mentioned, you know, currently, I think it's uh, the 2021 census one-year survey, the median in, uh, median household income for Bend Metro area was just under $80,000, so as I stated. Um, and that's according to the Department of Numbers, and I'll put the links in the description. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, most people are really disgruntled about housing prices right now, and not just in Bend, but Bend is just not a place where most people go to find a deal. As I've stated in other podcasts, uh, you know, there are people here that are making, uh, you know, under $50,000 a year, under $30,000 a year, and paying paying rent is very difficult. Rent is very high in Bend. And uh, it's interesting because I know a lot of these investors uh, in the last few years are buying investment properties that are not cash flowing. Uh, you know, they're they're really going for um, a longer uh, game where they're, they're, they're getting a decent purchase price. They're gonna go long-term rent and that will cover a, a majority of their mortgage. But what they're really hoping for is the appreciation as the Bend real estate, uh, you know, always just seems to go up. And um, some will still argue that prices in Bend right now are, are down as prices have been falling for the last year and a half from a high, of course, through COVID, which was really, really high. But prices have been downward trending now for almost two years. So, um, you know, if rates are improving, that will bring a, another wave of buying and prices will go up. So uh, long-term investors are banking on uh, the uh, equity increase over over the next three to five years. And so uh, keep that in mind. There are plenty of places to buy real estate around the country um, where you can purchase, you know, more for less. But I think that it goes it goes kind of hand in hand with the desirability. What 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 is the long-term uh, upside? 
And, and that's something that, as an investors that you have to um, look into and manage. Uh, and sometimes people just want to buy lower income properties. Uh, I have investors that are buying Section 8 properties around the country. And you can literally buy, uh, you know, a home that will cash flow about, uh, you know, $500 a month. Uh, you know, and, and you can buy those for thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. And a lot of people do that. With Section 8s, you have guaranteed rent. And so that's worth it. Uh, and they're hoping to not have too many problems. So there's that. You know, you got to go in deep dive on Section 8. Uh, we don't got a lot of section, we don't have zero Section 8 housing in Bend. It's really not a thing here. Where it's more luxury housing is, is uh, Central Oregon. Uh, and we do have we do have a need for more median income, low income housing. Uh, the, the problem really is that when they, you're mixing low income housing in with uh, uh, you know homes that are ranging in mean, the seven eight hundred thousand range, it's like a mixed use community. It's kind of a turnoff. It kind of kills the the higher end properties. You know, it, it's just a fact. I mean, I, I get feedback from all kinds of people. And um, you don't want to go buy uh, an $800,000 home in the same community where there are homes that would be low-income housing. So, uh, it, you know, it's it's nice to say that, mixed use or, you know, whatever, but it's it's it doesn't help the higher-end uh, homes to sell. Uh, it's really a battle there with the values on the higher-end homes. So you got to kind of deep dive on that. So hope you enjoyed um, a little bit of data this morning. I'll be trying to get you more of this. Uh, look for some of the links and sources for information in my description and hope you have a wonderful day.